Hey guys, super excited to bring you this next interview with Bart Shinevsky, a really cool guy, and Strideline Socks, the company that he works with, is outstanding. As a matter of fact, we just became affiliates with Strideline, so you can check out the link in our bio on Instagram, and as a matter of fact, we will include the link in the description of this podcast so you'll have an easy way to go and access that if you click on our link we're going to give you a discount um, using asb so hopefully you guys will do that hopefully you're interested in trying out the most comfortable sock i've ever had and uh, actually we're going to get into it right here so without further ado here's our interview with stridelines bart shinevsky Hello, everybody, and welcome to All Sports Best. I'm Trey Gonzalez, and I'm very excited to introduce our next guest. Um, he is a big part of Strideline. Uh, Strideline socks you guys might be familiar with, and if you're not, we hope to bring it to your attention here just in a second. He is the VP of Marketing, Head of Brand, Bart Shinevsky. How are you doing, Bart? I'm good. How are you? Thanks for having me today. Yeah, absolutely. It's great to have you on. I'm, I'm doing well. Um, I kind of wanted to start off with the fact that you guys are based out of Seattle, Washington. Are you based in Seattle, Washington as well, or do you re- work remotely? No, well, we're all in Seattle here um, in the East Lake area of Seattle um, in the office. So, yeah, I'm in the office most days, um, just remote when we have travel stuff going on, but for the most part here in Seattle. Awesome, awesome. What is your role as VP of marketing and then head of brand? Are those do they work synonymously or is it just two completely different jobs put together? Um, I would say, you know, being closest to the brand is kind of um what I've done since I've started here. Um I started as the first hire at Stradline when the Jake and Riley both founded the company. They had ran it themselves for about three or four years and then brought me on for um, mainly like social media marketing purposes. Um, And then that kind of evolved into working with different partnerships, influencers, athletes, endorsements, um, and then always, you know, making sure the brand has the right outer voice and uh, just appears the right way. And so I'm always closest to, to the brand interacting with people that, that are you know talking to us or talking about us on social so i would say they definitely go hand in hand because how you market the brand and and the voice you project out to your audience uh definitely goes together so um yeah they work together i I wouldn't i wouldn't separate them too much just kind of what my what my title became over the time sure absolutely it said and i read it off of the socks that i had ordered i had gotten a chance to order um, a few pairs of North Carolina socks. I'm a fan of them. And uh, it says on the packaging, it says, we started Strideline in 2009 with our high school graduation money um, and then a mission to make the highest quality athletic crew sock on the planet. Um, how does it all start? I mean, you can't just – did they just go into their basement and just start you know, knitting socks <laughs> together? Because these socks are like high-tech, high-quality socks. Yeah. Um, no, both Jake and Riley were, um, graduating high school at the time and it's kind of funny story. They wanted to always start a company together. They were actually both born in the same hospital, like six hours apart, grew up together in the same neighborhood, went to the same high schools and colleges. Um, but after graduating high school, they knew they wanted to start some sort of company together. Um, and they, from what I understand, kind of one night made this pact and locked themselves in Riley's car as like a old 
Honda CRV and they made a pact that they would always start a company together and just mm. um, had just this intense brainstorming session, I guess, and um, landed on socks at the time. Um, socks were just kind of the general gray, black and white socks um, that everybody was wearing as right. athletes, whether you played lacrosse, football, basketball, soccer. Um, and Jake and Riley both came from a lacrosse background. They both played um, in high school and Riley played in college. So um, your sock game is kind of important in, in that sport. And sure. so they wanted to change things up because it was kind of bland at the time and decided that they would start by putting skylines on socks um, and started with a Seattle skyline. Of course, the, oh. the company at first was called Seatown LAX or Seatown Lax for lacrosse. Okay. And then um, after, you know, realizing that they should probably do a lot more than Seattle and the skyline started taking off, they changed their name to stride line um, and started making different skylines like Chicago, LA, uh, Miami, all the, all the major cities that have skylines. Interesting. And um, from then they would go to basketball tournaments, football tournaments, everything that, that had a sport and, and they could pop up a six foot table. They would be there to sell socks. And after a while, they caught the attention of, uh, of a few local retailers. Um, here we had some connections with, with lid sporting goods and a couple small stores. And then next thing you know, Nordstrom wanted to pick up um, oh. the line because of the popularity of these skyline socks that had taken off. And uh, yeah, that, that's kind of how it started initially. And now it's kind of um, keeps blossoming into more of a, of a comfort and quality focus with, with a bunch of other licenses. And then we, we sell um, colorful designs and our basics, which have been, um, just a giant explosion for us in 2018 and now moving mm. into 2018 is just focusing in on, okay, we have all these great colors and skylines and licenses, but, um, we want people to love us for the comfort and quality of the sock. Um, and so we've, we've started selling socks in, in packs of threes and eights in, in the basic colors and, um, along with all the other design socks that we have on our store. So, to uh, give a long answer to your short question, it started from <laughs> them deciding they need to start a business together and they knew they could do it and landed on socks. And it's it's been almost 10 years now and, and we're here. Wow. What a story. Just a just a packed and then it just worked out. That's pretty cool. And these guys are yeah. are like just a year older than me, I believe. So that's kind of inspiring. I'm going to have to get on my game just a little bit more, maybe a little harder. <laughs> um yeah, and that, that graduation money thing is pretty funny, too, because they, um, you know, some kids are um, able to have a graduation party after they graduate high school, have some family friends over, and they give you, you know, a spare 20 bucks here and there. And sure. They pulled their money together and took their $700 and pretty much hopped on the internet and Googled custom socks or sock maker and sent their money via like some, uh, what's that called? Western mutual, um, wire transfer oh. and hoped for the best. And one day just a big box of socks showed up, um, at the SeaTac airport and they needed to come down to clear it through customs. And from then they kind of had their first batch of socks and sold it out. And then, 
a smart businessman. They didn't spend the money. They took it and reinvested into more inventory mm. and just kept selling it out until they could buy more and, and then been rolling ever since. Wow. What a story. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. It was such a gamble. 700 bucks. I get it. You know, at that age, it's, it's actually quite a bit. Um, for some people they're like, yeah, 700 bucks, but I mean, pretty much investing all you have. That's, that's insane. What would you yeah. say? What would you say is the company wide goal for the products? Company wide goal is we just want to be known as the most comfortable sock on earth. For the most part, everybody has feet. So sure. we'd like everybody to wear stride line because we've put about 10 years of just comfort and quality focus into our product now. And that's what we'd love to be known for is just stride line, most comfortable sock on earth. And um, that's kind of the goal for now. And just to get as many people to experience the quality of what we're doing over here um, as we can. I know comfort is number one and, and this is part of the big goal that you guys, obviously you just stated and then that you guys put on your website, you put it on your products and all that stuff. How do you manage to keep up with style and comfort at the same time? Yeah, that's, that's a good question. Um, style and comfort. You know, as far as, so for the longest time, we, we decided that chasing style or chasing trends to make more socks wasn't necessarily the ultimate goal for us um, because comfort and quality should always win out. And you do have your people that love their bright socks and their colorful socks or socks with a, with a logo on them. But overall, we want to be able to sell comfort and quality. Um, and so chasing styles and trends and colorways and all those kinds of things isn't in our best interest because we want people to, to want stride line because it's a quality comfortable sock and yeah. not necessarily because it's with um, a certain trend. We do sure. release, um, we do have capsule collections and releases and collaborations that we do put out with, with uh, various styles um, we put out various styles in, in limited quantities, but usually when those runs come out, they're um, there while they're available, and then uh, we sell out of them. Um, but for the most part, overall, we believe that people should want your brand because of of what you what value you bring to them. And so, um, keeping up with fashion trends isn't usually top of mind, but innovating in quality and comfort is. I like that because I've actually been a huge sock guy. So I'm actually pumped that you're on the show with me now, Bart. But, I mean, I would find socks that I thought were really cool, find that they were pretty cheap, and I'd be like, you know what, what the heck, I'm going to buy them. And, you know, three, four, five times I've worn them and then they rip or you get a hole in the toe, which is right. literally the biggest pet peeve of clothing for me is getting a hole in the toe where my toe's hanging out. Did you guys kind of cross that and go, okay, we can't have that happening? Yeah, of course. And there's there's so many iterations. I think we're on like 15 or 16 major structural design iterations of our socks. Um, you know, at first they were just a blank sock that, that was thin and, and didn't hold up well um, with a skyline on it to, to begin. And that was kind of more of a commodity sock. Um, and then the next, next iteration, we added more cushion to the foot. Then the next iteration we added, 
uh, padding to the left and right side of the foot. Um, and we added vents and we added a different toe seam and we played around with different yarns and, um, did different wash tests and seeing how long they could hold up. And we even had a guy recently run two miles on a track in just our socks really? to see if it caused any irritation to see how the socks held up and all that kind of stuff. So we're always testing and optimizing our, our design structure to make sure that we are truly putting out the most comfortable sock on earth and not just talking about it. Um, yeah. but yeah, we've definitely experienced uh, upset customers in the past and have learned from that. And we genuinely try to ask our customers what they want in their sock and how we could improve it and take that feedback and take it back to our, uh, you know, design team and make sure we're, we're working on those improvements. And that's also why we have a, uh, money back guarantee. Like if you buy these a three pack of these socks or, or one pair or an eight pack of these socks, and you don't think they're the most comfortable socks you've ever worn, uh, you can call us and we'll just give you your money back because that's how much we believe in, in the 10 years we've put into this. That's pretty insane. Cause I mean, I, I, totally believe in this product put them on i mean i actually have a pair of socks right now that i'm i've been rocking and i have some like in hand right now because i was gonna but I, we don't have a camera so that doesn't really make sense <laughs> <laughs> yeah after doing podcasting for a few years you would think i'd forget about that but no um okay most popular styles you said that um the the most recent popular style is the actual basics that you guys have white and black so that you can kind of just live your everyday life and feel like okay i've got extra comfort but i'm also kind of not too flashy did you feel like you guys were missing a spot when you were doing the skylines and stuff like that um of people that just want to wear regular socks but be comfortable yeah, you know, for the longest time, there was, while we were really heavy on doing colors and designs and different patterns, um, there was always favorites coming out of that and, and being Seattle guys here too. Um, a lot of the like Seattle skyline stuff with blue and, or navy blue and green, like really took off for us. Um, and those styles were always hot at the time. But now that we're um, kind of focusing on quality and comfort, we have found that the most popular styles are um, our basic socks and the black socks um, tend to sell more or tend to sell a little better just because, um, you know, it's easier to to wear a dark colored sock in your shoes, whether it's a low cut sneaker or a boot um, that you just kind of don't want that bright white popping out. But then, then again, there's athletes and, and just regular everyday sock wearers that also like the white socks and, we're we're also um we're also able to introduce women's sizing so that's been more popular and um i'd say out of the you know out of the socks we were doing that were more you know color blasted or whatever you want to call it we did feel that we were kind of missing an opportunity to just cater to the everyday sock wearer which is why we not only brought back black white and gray but we also um are starting to offer them in packs whereas you know, when you go to your regular store and you want to reload your sock drawer with some socks, you're not just buying one pair. Um, and it isn't the most genius thing we've thought of, but it's like, you know, let's, let's use some common sense here and sell these socks <laughs> in packs at three packs or eight packs, like a normal consumer would purchase. So we offer that. And, and now we, we don't feel like we're, we're missing anything there because we do cater to the, you know, I don't want my flashy socks. I just want the everyday wear. 
But if you are feeling like you need some excitement in your sock drawer, we do also offer some some bright colors. And I would say over the five and a half years that I've been here, the uh, our Galaxy sock, which is like this space dyed gray sock with like three mm. purple galaxy stripes is always the most most requested through through our social channels through email just from general customer feedback a lot of people ask for that one back so wow we'll probably put that back into the rotation here soon um right now this saturday actually we're bringing back some more um of those colorful designs so those okay. will be up there um, and just kind of looking to bring back some of those customer favorites that aren't just the plain socks. Um, I was kind of wondering this because you said that there's a big popularity spike um, for different items and stuff. And, and you said, you know, the more basic stuff. Um, I noticed that maybe it was a few years back, maybe even longer, that socks really became big and popular. When I was in high school, you know, college, at the beginning of college, you're kind of looking at socks and you're like, okay, I got to wear them. And then it just seemed like more and more people just started to really pay attention to what was going on to their feet first before the shoes yeah. instead of just the shoes. So can you explain what the popularity spike was for or was it kind of just out of the blue? Um, you know, I'm not quite sure what what fueled that. Um, I think there were a few other companies also just um, making a splash in socks and people started figuring out um, how to make socks and a lot of players got into the space. There was a lot of, uh, there was a lot of like companies just taking blank white socks and fully printing on them and then, uh, and popping up their own little shops and heading to Instagram with them. And, And a lot of those companies popped up, um, and with various names and, um, we're in the sock space. So it definitely caused a, uh, a popularity spike, I would say, and, and people, uh, focusing more on their sock game. And because that trend of the, um, the typical like black, white, or gray Nike socks that everybody was wearing, um, you know, was starting to die down a little bit and sock technology and the machinery behind it and what you could do with socks was starting to improve. So I think through that, um, a lot more people were like, Hey, you know, I got my t-shirt, my, my shorts and, uh, and my sneakers, but I can really add an accent of pop, um, with my socks. And it's a fun way to kind of express your personality when you want to. So, um, can't really pinpoint a, a, a spike of to, per se to like, Oh, this is when it happened. But through those factors, I think all combined really, really made for an increase in, in sock popularity. And now, um, now you see it all over the place. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, kind of with that, I, I know that you said Nike, you you mentioned Nike, you know, you're going to, we can go down the line, Nike, Adidas, Puma. I remember New Balance and these guys, they typically make your basic sock. Now, obviously diving a little bit more, a little bit deeper into the comfort section um, like you guys do. But do you guys have any direct competition with any sock company that you're like, okay, this is who we, uh, you know, who we're competing with mostly. And I know Stance comes to mind for, um, for for socks specifically. Are you guys in direct competition with them as well? Um, you know, we as far as like Nike and Stance goes, and all those companies, like we have the utmost respect for those brands. I mean, I 
love Nike and everything they put out. Um, and same with Stance. They they started actually started around the same time we did, and those guys do an amazing job with all their partnership and their product. Um, and so we try to here we're so much more focused on quality and comfort of our socks that we try to not um, you know directly put ourselves into competition with those people per se. But um, but no, we we definitely see them and and we see what they're doing in the space. But we also see that we're in a sense also carving it our own lane where um, quality and comfort is the main focus. And we just kind of want to keep doing what we're doing over here while all those other companies are doing a great job also. Awesome. Awesome. Any celebrity or athlete affiliates or, you know, um, sponsored athletes, anything like that? Um, at the moment, yeah, we recently just worked with, uh, the rookie of the year, Saquon Barkley. We, uh, went out to Super Bowl in Atlanta, did an interview with him, um, shot some great content, did a little meet and greet with the fans. And then, uh, previously before that we had worked with Marshawn Lynch on a big campaign. He was kind of like the face of, of the new black, white, uh, Stradline socks, um, in our basics. So he helped bring that in. Um, we're always working with players. I've worked with, uh, CJ McCollum of the Blazers, um, worked with Antonio Brown in the past. Um, one of our first big baseball guys at first, uh, before he signed to all these major deals and he's in the news today was Bryce Harper. Um, he used to rock her socks a ton, uh, just cause he liked, cause he liked them. Didn't, wasn't necessarily a paid endorsement or anything where you just one day saw him wearing them. Um, a lot of Seahawks too. Doug Baldwin, Cam Chancellor, uh, Russell Wilson, we've done stuff with him. So always looking to work with athletes, and they just give us the best feedback. Um, funny story about Marshawn, too, is that when we first realized he was on our radar of people we want to work with, he just randomly in a game, I think it was like 2011, playoffs against the Falcons, just wore our socks, and everybody's texting. Uh, Jake and Riley, the owners, they're texting and saying, oh, my gosh, did you watch the game? Marshawn's wearing your socks, blah, blah, and we didn't ask him to wear them or anything, and um, I, th- I believe he took a fine that game just to wear the socks, so wow. it was just awesome to see, um, you know, our athlete relationships grow in such an organic way instead of um, just reaching out and, and asking if they want to get paid to promote something, right. and that's kind of the approach I've had and kind of my mantra um, just working in marketing is that I usually try to um, – start relationships in an organic way. And if people have genuine interest, otherwise um, you can really see through that and um, try to just form real relationships here instead of, you know, throwing somebody some dollars and hoping they talk about us. Yeah. And it's funny because, you know, if, if I look at, you know, uh, Bleacher Report or something like that, they always focus in on shoes and what people are wearing and stuff like that. How did you guys find out that he was wearing your socks? Because it's not very easy to find um, find out if they're wearing you know socks. It's it's pretty small on the screen if if you're going from any kind yeah. of view. How did you guys find that out so quickly? Yeah, I think at the time uh, because we are in Seattle um, and the socks are pretty bright. They were like a navy with a with that like volt green and white oh. that. Um, I, I believe the camera people even like zoomed in on them. They're like, Oh my gosh, look what Marshawn has on. And so it was e- easy to see um, compared to the, you know, uniform regulation socks everybody was wearing. 
Um, and just so many friends watching Seahawks games being in Seattle noticed and it didn't take long for, for us to get notified about that one. Um, could you tell the people that are listening and the people back home, uh, where these could be bought in store and online? Yeah. So online, um, we have strideline.com. Um, that's our main website where you can buy the socks. Um, some of our licensed socks are also available on Amazon. Um, and then, uh, a bunch of different retailers. Uh, we have Costco, um, Nordstrom lids, uh, Dick sporting goods. Um, who else we have shields and yeah, various other guys, but, um, yeah, those ones are pretty much, those stores are pretty much in every city and state. So I would go to those stores first and, um, for, our basics, I would mainly go to strideline.com. Um, I think, I believe it's backslash collections backslash LPCL. And there you can get, um, a, um, intro offer. That's actually a three pack for 25 bucks. And like I said before, if you don't like them, get your money back. That's legit. I'm going to have to definitely check that out. And I totally encourage the people listening. If you haven't tried strideline yet, you got to go and check it out. Uh, Bart, any events that Strideline's looking to host or sponsor this year? Um, you know, most recently in January, we did a bunch of trade shows um, that we, we travel with the entire team to show off our socks and our new product. And then we did a Super Bowl activation with Saquon Barkley. And then we did a Sonny Michelle activation um, after after they, the Patriots won the Super Bowl. Nice. So um, for the time being, no, no events coming up per se but we are um launching a ton of new products so i was always stay tuned to our website like i said this this weekend we're launching some more colors uh, more designs and then uh, moving forward we actually have a true no-show sock coming out um something we haven't done before but just has come through as a request so much that we've decided to bring that product out nice. um and it'll be made with this nice silicone on the back so when you wear your you know your easies or your low low cut sneakers um it, your sock won't show but it still has that very comfortable foot and it won't slip down um so just more new releases and then as we uh, work with our influencers and partners. You never know what what events we could come up with, but um, we'll just keep you posted if, if something does come up in the near future. I'm so glad that you mentioned that because that's my actually my second biggest pet peeve with socks is when a sock slips down. It is literally the worst thing. I believe I lived through that in my whole elementary school years. That's kind of what I kind of <laughs> dealt with, and I oh man, I hate. Yeah, it. we uh, we definitely want to help with that and. We wouldn't release a product if it, um, you know, a lot of our, our, our testers and the people we, we work with are, are true athletes. And we worked with some Olympic track runners and various people. So if we had a sock that slipped down, we wouldn't put it out there in the, into the market. Social media has been a huge part of the way that you guys get people's attention. I mean, you got mine for sure. And, um, and I know that you guys put it out there a lot. How big has social media been for you? And uh, how do you guys stay creative in, in your marketing? Yeah, um, no, social media is giant. Uh, if you're not on it and you have a brand and you're trying to build a true brand in today's space, um, that's just strange in general. Um, I know a lot of a lot of companies that have been traditionally, you know, TV and print um, are, are still out there 
not really utilizing it the best way they can. But um, I would say social media is giant for us. We make all of our announcements through there, all of our partnerships, um, all of our campaigns run through social. It's giant and it's just the easiest way to interact with your actual audience and see what they want. So it's huge. Um, and we'll keep moving forward with, with trying to utilize those platforms as much as we can, uh, very Facebook and Instagram heavy, um, a lot more on Twitter this year. I've just, that platform has just been great for me to get direct feedback from anybody that wants to work with us and, uh, make any announcements, answer any questions. It's getting a lot more active on there. And I, and I believe that, uh, you know, you have to use social media in today's uh, climate. And especially if you want to get to the youth um, to tell them about your product. Oh yeah. Um, definitely need to be on there. So always on Instagram, always working with new people and, and think it'll, it'll continue to be an impactful driver uh, of new business and new partnerships for, for Stradline. Bart, how will the company continue to expand and land on as many feet as possible um, in the near future? You know, I think it's all about just the right partnerships and aligning ourselves with the right people, Um, whether it's, you know, like a sports uh, podcast like yours or um, working with the right leagues or the right players to help um, to help spread our message of the most comfortable stock on earth. And then uh, just partnering with more uh, retailers and people that are looking to sell the most comfortable stock on earth and just Biggest thing I think is just listening to our customers. It's always going to be the number one driver and it's the reason we release certain products Um, for the longest time. As an example, we didn't have XL or gray socks. Um, We had a sock that was one size fits most. Mm. Um, And then after a while, all the people with size 13 and up shoes are like, Hey, I love your socks, but they're a little too small. And we started listening to any feedback um, about XLs and it got to the point where we're like, okay, well, these guys want it. We got to give it to them. And so we release everything based off customer feedback and making sure that we truly are making the best product out there. So customer feedback and what people want will always be the biggest driver and then partnering with the right people to spread our message. Absolutely. Hey, Bart, uh, thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, it really does mean yeah, a lot. No I love your products. I hope that everybody that's listening or gets a chance to see anything that comes across their screen goes and tries them because it literally is worth it. Not just saying that because you joined me. I mean, it really did change the way I see sock comfort. I I won't buy socks that are too thin anymore. It's just not going to happen. So (laughs) there you go. Yeah. And make sure, uh, you know, the people I'll give you a unique link that you can use after the interview. And, uh, and if anybody wants to try a pair, or a, or a three pack, feel free. And like I said before, if you don't love them, just hit us up and we'll give you your, uh, give you a full refund, but it doesn't happen very often. So looking forward to, to getting it on some more feet out there. Awesome. Yeah, guys, you can check that out. Um, actually below in the podcast description, we're going to put a link up and you guys can, uh, definitely use that copy and paste and, uh, go and shop for some new socks guys. Bart, thanks again so much. I wish you guys the very best of luck going forward, and I hope that Strideline continues to just blow up out of proportion. Yeah, I appreciate that so much, and, and thank you for having me. And uh, feel free to reach out if, if you need anything else. Uh, good luck with the rest of your pods. Awesome.
Hey guys, don't forget to share, like, and subscribe.